Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. Another atmospheric river is moving across California this morning. Forecasters say it could bring between two to five inches of rain along the coast and eight inches in the mountains. The additional rainfall in already waterlogged areas increases the risk of flooding. KQED's Dan Brecky reports. The potent storm moving through the state gave very little time for rivers and streams that rose sharply through the weekend to recede again. The National Weather Service California-Nevada River Forecast Center has issued alerts for dozens of locations across the state where waters are expected to rise near or above flood stage. During a Department of Water Resources briefing, flood management official Jeremy Eric said his advice is for people to be aware of local flood risks and prepared to respond to fast-changing conditions. Conditions. Make sure you listen to the evacuation warnings and take action to protect yourselves and your families. Forecasters have issued a flood watch covering most of the state through at least Wednesday morning. For the California Report, I'm Dan Brecky. In South Santa Barbara County, the wet weather has prompted an evacuation order that goes into effect later this morning. President Biden is in California this week for the second time in five months. Later today, he's scheduled to visit the Los Angeles County city of Monterey Park, where in January, a gunman killed 11 people who were celebrating the Lunar New Year in a dance hall. The president is expected to discuss how he plans to reduce gun violence. Yesterday, Biden was in San Diego, where he met with the prime ministers of Australia and the United Kingdom. They discussed plans for a security partnership to counter Chinese military strength in the Indo-Pacific region. The meeting of national leaders was held at Naval Base Point Loma, where President Biden announced that Australia will purchase U.S. manufactured nuclear-powered submarines as a way to modernize Australia's Navy. Nuclear power, not nuclear arm. Australia is a proud non-nuclear weapon state and is committed to stay that way. These boats will not have any nuclear weapons of any kind on them. Tomorrow, the president will be in Las Vegas to talk about his plans to lower prescription drug costs. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing... And I know you love what you're hearing. Please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.com. 
podcastsnetwork.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. The collapse over the weekend of Santa Clara-based Silicon Valley Bank was the second largest bank failure in U.S. history. Founded in the early 1980s, the bank was a favorite of California's tech industry, including the industry's all-important venture capitalists, or VCs. As Silicon Valley boomed, so did the bank. But when account holders feared their deposits were in jeopardy, that sparked an old-fashioned bank run as they attempted to withdraw their funds. I talked about the importance of Silicon Valley Bank to Silicon Valley and what might happen next with Ben Bergman, a senior correspondent with Business Insider. Silicon Valley Bank was really the bank of Silicon Valley. It banked over half of VC startups, and it's been around for 40 years, and it's just sort of always been there, and it really provided the oil to the startup ecosystem. It provided venture debt, venture capital, bridge loans if a founder needed a mortgage on his or her house. They would also give you that. Every event I went to, including one less than two weeks ago, was always sponsored by Silicon Valley Bank. So it was kind of the community bank of the tech industry. Yeah, exactly. And it just, you know, a lot of tech founders are young. They don't have much banking history, so they wouldn't really be able to walk into J.P. Morgan and necessarily get a loan. But Silicon Valley Bank knew all the VCs. They knew everyone so they could say, hey, is this person reputable? And so they provided a lot of things that other banks just didn't. So essentially, I mean, its influence and its clout uh, really came out of word of mouth, right? I mean, people would recommend the bank to others and they'd open up accounts there. Yeah, tech is a very small community, and it's all about recommendations. And when you got your first check as a startup founder, the advice was always open up an account with Silicon Valley Bank. And of course, that became its undoing, that it was this very small community. So it started as soon as those people started talking to each other and turning against the bank, because it was such a small group of people who all talk, it unraveled so quickly. You know, the tech industry is really, it's not, a, it's not an industry known for its uh, reflection, but what do you think people in the tech industry are asking themselves this week in the wake of this bank's failure? Well, I'm working on this story about VCs, which is what I cover, and here are people that are paid handsomely to look around the corner and try to predict the future, and no one was able to see this coming. And so, you know, I, I think in a sense, maybe that's unfair because this was something missed by regulators and auditors and a lot of people, and it's such a black swan event. But at the same time, there were two firms out there last year who were warning about Silicon Valley Bank or, or a couple other VCs weeks ago who, who I heard about who were telling their startup founders to, to get their money out. Um, so I think that's one thing. Another thing is VCs, at least outwardly, are very collegial with each other. It's not like Wall Street, where there's a lot of sharks competing against each other. And this has brought out a lot of tension between the VCs who told the people to get their money out as soon as possible on Thursday, and were seen as fomenting this bank run. And just finally, I mean, our show is all about California. Is this a you know, squarely a, a California-centric crisis, at least right now? Well, no, because... Silicon Valley has now become much more of an idea than an actual place. And so certainly the tech 
Epicenter is certainly in the Bay Area uh, and now coming to Los Angeles to, to a lesser degree, but Silicon Valley is is all over. So, so this was something that was a, a worldwide event. All right. That is Ben Bergman, senior correspondent with Business Insider. Ben, thanks for joining us on the California Report. Thanks so much for having me. And that, dear listeners, is this edition of the California Report for Tuesday, March 14th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm your host, Saul Gonzalez. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from Paint Care. Now with 846 drop-off sites in California where households and businesses can recycle their leftover paint. More at paintcare.org. The James Irvine Foundation. Accepting nominations now for the 2024 James Irvine Foundation Leadership Awards at irvineawards.org. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes 11th Hour Racing, working to connect sustainability with sport to help restore ocean health, on the web at 11thHourRacing.org. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support.